Okay, Speed City fans, I'm delighted to welcome to our show Brian Dreber, who works on Moto America with myself and uh, has been involved in the American superbike scene for a long, long time uh, in different uh, facets of the broadcasting. And I know, well, let me ask you, how excited are you by the new era for Moto America? Well, Jonathan, as you know, I was part of, uh, I guess, what we would call the heyday of the modern era back in the late 90s and into the early and mid-2000s. And, you know, to to, uh, to hearken back to those days without some real hope would be just a fantasy. But I think that while we were hopeful somewhat when it changed hands the last time, uh, it, it be quickly became obvious that things weren't going to go as well as we had hoped. Uh, the, the economy and things like that were working against us. But now with real motorcycle people who have a vested interest of passion as well as their money, uh, I, I am uh, more hopeful than ever that we can bring this sport to where Wayne Rainey and the others uh, say they want it to be. And, and I'm proud to be a part of it. It's really more for the sport than for myself that I offered to get involved again. I had gotten pretty comfortable staying at home. <laughs> Looking after your chickens and your bees, which I know you're now quite famous for. But um, in terms of the look of the paddock, as we look across it now, it's raining here at Road Atlanta, but we're into round two of the new era. And I suppose the biggest criticism that anybody's going to throw up right at, at the mo moment is that really Suzuki and Yamaha are dominating. But you've had a lot of people from a lot of parts of the industry coming up over the weekend. Is there a re re reignited interest in this sport? And will we see more manufacturers, do you think? Well, I don't think there's any question about it. In fact, I've had conversations with people that know that are, that are on the inside. Uh, I'm not a, as big an insider maybe as some others, but I've had conversations with people that say Honda wants to come back. Japan wants Honda to Honda USA to come back. Kawasaki wants to come back. And so when we complete, you know, the big four Japanese manufacturers, we've already added Aprilia. If we can get Ducati to show an interest in our series as they do in World Superbike, I think, you know, then of course we're off and running. And, and I don't think there's any question that, uh, I'm not questioning the validity of those statements that they want to come back. The, the conditions have to be right. Uh, the economy being the biggest problem that they had, and I hope had is the operative word, and that things are starting to turn around, and the fans are going to demonstrate a renewed interest that uh, all the manufacturers will come back, and, and it will be what it was and what it can. I'm going to say, there seems to be a lot of things going in the right direction for that. The price of fuel is low. People have got more money in their pockets. Uh, people are looking at motorbikes uh, as, a, as a form of leisure and, and as a, a form of transport generally. Um, I think there's a lot of things that work in that favour. Um, but also, like you say, on the world level, world superbikes and MotoGP are at the very much of their height at the moment. And with several manufacturers in both championships, um, BMW, Aprilia, Ducati, uh, Kawasaki, of course, uh, previous world champions, and now Ducati winning again. So there's a lot of things in my mind anyway that, that, that bodes well, because I always come down when I'm asked about it to the common factor, which is America is the biggest market for all of these companies in terms of sales. Well, and I've also heard that you know the, the involvement of the FIM and of Dorna in this series with Moto America, it, they recognize that too. It's too big a market to ignore. It's too big a market not to put an effort into. If they invest now, they're going to reap the rewards later down the road. And as for looking at motorcycles as both leisure and transportation, I've never looked at them any other way. You know, my preferred mode of transportation is a motorcycle, and uh, my preferred form of leisure is riding one. But you know, why, why everybody doesn't look at it that way has always been a little bit of a mystery to me. But I think that 
that the, the atmosphere is right for, for things to come back. People want to spend their money again. They're, they're tired of hunkering down and, and eating peanut butter sandwiches. Uh, they want to go out and live it up a little bit, and what better way to do so than with a motorcycle? And what better form of entertainment for someone who loves a motorcycle, whether it's a new love or an old one, uh, than to come and, and support racing? You know, I just, again, I look at these things maybe with a little bit uh, uh, through rose-colored glasses because I've always looked at it that way. It's just a question of getting more people to look at it that way too. One of the things that uh, I keep hearing as a theme um, running around the paddock and talking to people is, oh, we want to get back to the glory days of superbike racing in America. And I'm sure pretty much you lived and supported and broadcast through those glory days. Tell us a little bit about them. Tell us when this place was packed to the rims uh, and it, it was those times. Well, Road Atlanta is the site of the original doubleheader, the big kahuna, and the crowds were epic. Uh, it took an hour to get from the infield to, the, to, the, to Highway 53 out in front of the track, never mind how, you know, to get wherever you were going from there. Um, and, and if those were the glory days, I'd certainly like to see that again. Um, and, and, and as far as being a part of it, yes, I was, I was involved in the television broadcasts from 96 uh, on through about the early part of 2006. I was part of Matt Maladin's reign. I was part of Ben Spee's when he beat Maladin uh, for the first uh, four times, four of the six times in a row that he beat him in 2006. And so I, you know, I had a transition period too. Then I went to work for for a couple of teams. My my next door neighbor, a uh, young man that I met. The reason I live where I do, Matt Lynn, uh, rode for. Uh, KWS Millennium, then for Ferracci on the MV Augusta, then for the Corona Honda team, and then the bottom fell out. But we went racing together for uh, for four seasons. Even while I was still doing some broadcasting, I was helping him on the side, and so I saw it from that point of view too. And I saw, uh, you know, the, the 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 interest that fans had and the loyalty that they had to a manufacturer. You know, we had MV Augusta fans coming out of the woodwork when MV was racing, and I think that's happening again now with the. Uh, with their triple, their their uh, six seventy five triple, so there's a lot of reasons for people to want to be involved, and I'm happy to say I was involved in a lot of those reasons, both as a broadcaster and journalist, and then as a team member and, and as a fan back into when what I considered the glory days were the Lawson, Rainey, Spencer, you know, mm -hmm. era when those guys were racing here in Superbike and went over and conquered the world uh, after that. So you know, I was part of of a glory day era. I looked back further still to another one, and I look forward to what I hope is going to be the best yet. Do you think the talents here, I mean, you mentioned some of the great names, Lawson, Rainey, uh, Spencer, uh, and then uh, more recently, obviously, Maladin and Spees, uh, and all of these guys, I mean, Spees are going on to a world title, and obviously Lawson and, and Rainey four and three, respectively. Um, do we have the talent now in America um, in terms of just pure natural talent. Forget the bikes, forget the championship for a second, um, in your opinion. I, I feel like we do, and the best sign of that is that our, our Super Stock 600, our entry-level class, our KTM 390 class, which we have yet to see, uh, the 600 Super Stock class is the biggest one. Mm -hmm. You know, the most riders, and that's what's going to happen. The numbers have to come up, and out of those 40 or 50 riders that enter on a given weekend, you're going to find those half a dozen really, really, really talented guys. We've already found a few of them. You know, we look at Jake Gagne and Cameron Bobier and some of the other guys that are coming up, even Josh Heron, who went over not under the best of circumstances and is, uh, has come back to American racing. Clearly, the path that was laid by uh, Kenny Roberts and Freddie Spencer and Lawson and Rainey and the rest and, and following along behind them went Ben Spees. Uh, you know, clearly that path is still there, 
but it's it was missing a step for the last half half dozen years or so, uh, in, in that the American series was a diminished uh, was a diminished series. Its value was diminished over the years, and the attraction for riders uh, was not there. Nor was that path there. We didn't have a true entry level class. We we tried to create one, but. But in the club racing scene, they, these youngsters that are coming up and they can race at the club level, they need to be able to see what they're looking, what they're aspiring to. They need to have to be able here in this paddock to look from their little tent and their van over on the back side of the paddock on the third tier. They need to look up to that factory rig and say, if I do all the right things, I can be there. And to make that path clear again, I think, is, our, is our, really our mission. It's interesting because growing up in Britain, we've had a similar story, and I know you can relate to this because you know the international scene as well, but you know, in Britain we complain that we never had a British MotoGP hero since, since the likes. The next Barry Sheen exactly. is constantly being thrown out there. It's uh, Sam Lowe's uh, today. Right, but, but weirdly enough, when you look down at Austin last week and Sam Lowe's winning and Danny Kent winning, then you look at World Superbikes um, this weekend with Leon Haslam and Chaz Davis Johnny right Ray. up there, Johnny Ray winning. Tom Sykes, a previous world champion, and vying for the world championship again. You know, the British now have got a golden era going on, but it's because the British championship was so strong. Uh, Stuart Higgs, is, who's going to be the race director, director for most of the, uh, of the year here in, in Moto America, I'm delighted to see him on board because he has been a huge uh, influence on that British championship. And it's, it's weekends like this where, you know, weather, where weather <laughs> has a part, but the, ro- the show goes on and it's done properly, safely, and, you know, in the right circumstances, but we get the races in. Well, I mean, jolly good on, on, on you folks from the U.K., you know, that you're having a golden era. Uh, we've enjoyed it. I think it's high time you guys did, too, and it's not by accident. It's not whimsy. It's, as you say, there's a, the British Championship provided a clear path for young riders to get up there and have to beat the guys like, like uh, Shaky Byrne and Keonari and, the, and the, you know, the established stars of that series to see uh, James Ellison, you know, is, is, who raced here, has gone back home, and he's provided a challenge for the younger riders coming up. So, you know, great. If you guys are in a golden era and you're going to produce a, a, a raft of world champions coming up over the next decade or so, half decade, whatever it may be, uh, that's great. You know, we're, we took a couple of steps, side, a couple of lateral steps, a couple of backward steps, if you will, but I think that we have the talent base. I think we have the interest. Uh, motorsports has always been a big part of our culture over here, even though it's not a transportation thing so much on motorcycles as it is in Europe. We do have that recreational base, and I think if we can make the sport attractive to uh, to young to young people uh, that are going to come along, male or female, uh, we can we can reopen that path. We can have our own golden era again. Maybe it's starting now. I certainly hope so. Well, listen, thanks for talking to us on Speed City. We'll try to keep up with you throughout the season uh, and get some updates on your thoughts as the season goes on and as we start to see that emerging young talent.